Happy, Happy World Hypnotism Day. Day. <laughs> Such fun. Thank you, ladies, for joining me here on World Hypnotism Day. I am so honored that you would be willing to take time out of your busy schedules to celebrate our profession, ourselves, and each other. Sharon, Dawn, and Joan Ann are all five-path professional hypnotists. We are all members of the same training, but yet we all come with different perspectives. We all come with different talents and unique offerings. And today I would really like to showcase those unique gifts. Happy World Hypnotism Day, Sharon. Sharon is a brand new five path hypnotist and I am super excited that she is joining us. Hi, Jen. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here and thank you for inviting me. Thank you. I love that you are a functional nutritionist. I think that is amazing because you're taking the health of your clients, both body and mind. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before I start peppering you with questions? <laughs> sure. And this might actually start to answer some of the questions that we are going to talk about today. So I left a detail out in my introduction. I was a pharmacist for 15 years. Oh, wow. And that really is how my journey started. Um, so I have a, a long experience in the spectrum of wellness and health. So starting from as a pharmacist working in a large healthcare system. So I know how the medications work. I know how the typical healthcare work. And then um, when I was pregnant, I discovered functional medicine and nutrition. And I went back to school to study that. Hmm. And for every single step of the way, I always felt that there was some, something missing. Like I saw people who were taking like 20 medications, but they are not feeling well. And when in the nutrition practice, I saw people are eating good, eating healthy. Um, they're taking supplement, they're doing what they need to do, but they're still not there where they would love to be in terms of their wellness level. So I finally figure out what's missing is the mind. <laughs> it's the body and the mind um when when they're aligned then one can really truly get better and that's where the healing journey starts um so that's how i become a professional hypnotist i love that and sharon the neat thing about the group of women that we have together today and i will come back to you for more but it's such a wonderful introduction into Joan Ann. You, Joan Ann, now teach yes. the master class, guiding yes. clients through five-path transformational hypnosis. Yes, and you've become a driving force, gosh, in so many of our lives. Please share with me what you love most about being a professional. I love most. Oh, there's so many things. But I, I think... What I and I think I learned it from you, Jen. Didn't you one time put on our emails about the little one? 
didn't you put a whole thing in there uh, about the li- finding the little one and the wise one? Well, I had taken one of Cal's scripts, right? Yes, where, you, but I like what you did with and it. Then I, and then I added in uh, something that's become very, very uh, profound to my personal practice of uh, being a professional hypnotist, and that's connecting people with their wisest, most Absolutely. knowing version of themselves. And yeah, the little one, that's almost, it's almost cliche, right? In all healing, every modality does it. Every modality. And I love it. We all need it. Well, that's all why I everybody t- does it. <laughs> and none of my clients ever heard of it. And the min- I, that's my first session, no matter what. Building oh. self-esteem before being introduced to your little one and your wisest one. And then I utilize them in all my other sessions to help them grow and learn. And they love it. Even the men say, I didn't know I had a little one. Oh, I just love my little one. I had a man the other day that I think he'll come back just because he wants to talk to his little one again, even mm. though I told him it's him. Um, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's so motivating. People cry my first session every time. Well, I think a lot of us lose track with oh, the yeah. innocent spark of who we began as. Yes. And in so doing, we lose connection with who we can truly become. Mm-hmm. The wisest one. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to my friend Dawn. The work that you're doing with the integration of families, I'm fascinated. Would you like to share anything about that? Sure. It's actually something that I didn't um, start to go into. It's something that my clients brought to me. So I believe that people find us for a certain reason. And for whatever reason, a majority of my clients have been adopted. And so some have found their parents, some have not. And it's just something that we explore. They have some unresolved issues or concerns or things that are impacting their current relationships that they really want to take care of. So it's been fascinating getting to know them and helping them on their journeys. Would it be too personal of me to ask you if you are an adopted child? I am not. The reason I ask, I don't know if you... Um, other ladies, Sharon and Joanne, or even if Don, this applies to you, but I was told, and I have found it to be very true, that what we need to work on ends up in our chair, or for us virtual mm-hmm. practitioners on the other side of our screen, right? So I have been reminded through my clients the work that I still need to personally do, and I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else find that to be true for them? Are you saying, do we learn what work we need to do on ourselves for our clients? Do you, not always, right? Like I'm not suggesting every single client that you assist no, no, is going I, I to be that. a mirror of some unresolved mm-hmm. work. But it has been interesting to me that the people that come to me very often are either working through something I have just felt like I really Mm -hmm. worked through or something that I know, oh, this is the moment. I got to do it. Yeah, I think that that's true. 
And I guess particularly because of my age, I have a lot more experience than the younger people. And I'm one of 13 children. So when people come in with issues in the family and relationships, sure, I've been there. <laughs> Sharon, who is your favorite client to serve? It's really interesting you asked this question. And going back to your previous question about self-work, a lot of time I see myself in some of my clients in the sense of I was the type of person who was, I would describe it as an overachiever. I will always go, 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 do, 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 do more and more and more and more and more. To the point I was so stressed out, so burned out. And it took me a long time to connect the stress to my digestive issues that I was having. So I'm helping the clients to make that connections because 80% of my clients told me they manage stress well. But I think they're doing it right, right? And then they're like, <laughs> but my stomach is blowing up every day and I can't understand why I can't, yeah. So there's a misconnection there. So when I help them to see there is a connection, you have to um, activate the vagus nerve system to get into the relaxation state. So your body will start to heal. Then the those who listen to it or agree with that and start to do the work, they come in, you know, after few sessions as a new person. They're different completely. And I'd love to see that. I, I can never forget the aha they get. And I see that in myself too. <laughs> I love that. Dawn, do you remember the first client you emerged and the difference on their face? Yeah, they, and it still happens. It's pretty much every client. They just have this calmness and this wow feeling and they can't wait to come back again. They don't want the session to end. Um, it's it's just awesome to see. And pretty much across the board as well, they come back and even after the second session, they say how family members and friends have seen a positive change in them and they are holding themselves higher and they're laughing now when they first came in where they weren't laughing and, you know, always looking sad and it changes with in one, two sessions. They're different people. It's amazing. And I love, Joanne, you're actually starting groups to make sure people understand what hypnosis is. I have, um, well, actually, I also will go to a fair or not a fair. We have things around my area where uh, I'm invited. What, would, you, would you just come and get a booth? Mm-hmm. And so if I have the opportunity, I'll do an hour presentation. I'll do the same thing during that hour. And nice. they love it. You know, they're just curious. So now I carry a sign. Are you curious about hypnosis? And I put it right in the front. That has made so many people more comfortable to say, you know, I am. And they don't even know what to ask. So I start telling them about it, you know, and I was just, just relaxing. And what do people say after the session? I feel lighter. Do I have to get out of this chair? (laughs) I have a comfortable hypnosis chair. (laughs) I um I was finishing up with a client yesterday and, and I'm a virtual practitioner. So 
I cannot claim my chair is comfortable for him, but he was finishing up his fourth session with me. Uh, it was going to be our final session, actually, because of the the work we had completed. And he's he's opening his eyes and he's just like, I don't want this one to end. I just, I just, I don't want to come out this time. I don't want to emerge. And I said, I know, but you have to because you did all the work to enjoy it now, right? Like, yeah, you get to carry it with you is really the joy of what we do is we gift people that ability. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's their goal. Mm-hmm. I always ask my clients when they first come in, after we talk a little bit, I have very long sessions, but I don't want to manipulate the conversation, but my sessions are two and a half hours. Ooh. Always, always. Yeah. So I only take two clients a day, yeah. which, and I might take a consult, free consultation, but yeah, they love it. I teach them all how hypnosis works before we start. Everybody does seventh path and they always say, sometimes it's three hours. I can't believe that time went by so quickly. And they act like they should have only been there an hour. And wasn't I nice to give them three? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and I tell them, this is, this is what I do. I know it's different than other hypnotists. Thank you, ladies, so much. This has been my favorite World Hypnotism Day yet. I really am blown away that you would join me this quickly on such short notice. And I'm really excited that we have two more episodes from this party. (laughs) So for anybody who has enjoyed meeting Sharon and Dawn and Joan and stay tuned. We have two more episodes where we're going to talk about self-hypnosis, spirituality, and even trauma. Until next time, remember, it's all in your head.